Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. I know that we'll get into a little gopher football here in a little bit. We did a little bit earlier, and what did I say? Bring on Bama. Bring on Bama. All you roll tide folks is row the boat. And, uh, you know, he does the analyst work for gopher football on the radio, but I'd love to see prime time back in the day, golden gopher Daryl Thompson against the Crimson Tide. And Daryl Thompson joins us here on the Lake Show via the uh, the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. First off, dear DT, uh, back in the day, I would have loved to see you take on Alabama. Oh yeah, I think it would have been fun. You know, you look at the you know the, the evolution of football and the changes and the, the schedules. We played some games like this. We played against Nebraska when they're in their prime. I played against uh, uh, Brian Bosworth and uh, Jamel Holloway. Troy Aikman was already transferred to UCLA at that point, so we played some games like this. So it's fun to see these types of games get back on the schedule for the University of Minnesota. It brings in people, it brings in fans, and uh, what Coach Fleck is doing on the field with his product, I think will match up well with um, Alabama. It'll be a challenge, there's no doubt, you know, and I'm imagining that uh, this isn't very far out, so Nick Saban will still be there, and he'll still be, you know, doubting his team. Uh, nobody does it better to, you know, all shucks their there's 17 star recruits than uh, uh, Nick Saban. Hey, let me ask you that real quick. Uh, since we're talking about you know the whole the announcement came out today about the home and home with Minnesota and Alabama in 2032 and 33. What does it say about the state of the current Golden Gopher football program? It says a lot. You know, I think it just it, it states that there's a um, a recognition across the country, you know, from, uh, you know, UCLA and uh, and USC joined the conference to the fact of, you know, Coach Fleck has built a, a brand here uh, and a, a team that, that they feel like is worthwhile to do a home-and-home because home, it's not just a money grab for, for either school. It's like, okay, we're going to – if you come here, you're not just going to come there and just say, oh, you come here and just we're going to hand it, you know, you get a check and leave. No, you come here. I'm coming to you. You come to me. That sounds fair. Yeah. So it's worth it for both teams, both organizations, both programs to – to um, you know, go and it's also a, it should be a big time game against a big time opponent. So I'm I'm uh, excited, uh, and hopefully I'll still be broadcasting. That's a little ways out, but uh, hopefully <laughs> I'll I'll still have the I'll, I'll still be working. All right, uh, we'll get back to go for football here in a bit, but I, I do want to talk about something really important. Let's talk about Boulder Options. Uh, you being the president of Boulder Options and the great work that you guys do, and you guys have an event coming up here on Thursday that I want to get to. But before we get to that event. Uh, I don't want to assume that everybody out there in the listening audience um, is aware or knows what Boulder Options is about. So I want you to give everybody the quick spiel, just a little bit of background about what Boulder Options, what, who you are and what you do. What we do at Boulder Options, we are a mentoring program, an activity-based mentoring. So we run with our kids, we bike with our kids, we set goals with our kids, and we're, we're, we're active. You know, So you'll see our kids running, biking, and uh 
uh, being active in our community all throughout the uh, the Twin Cities and also in Rochester. We have a branch down there with a, a tremendous team that does a, a great job in Rochester, and we have our uh, our annual gala coming up here on Thursday. So we're we're fired up about what we're doing inside our organization, making an impact on kids all over the Twin Cities and in Rochester. Yep, and, and for more information, people can go to your website which is uh, bolderoptions.org. That is bolderoptions.org. And this coming Thursday, you have the, uh, the 2022 Boulder Bash. So tell everybody out there what's, what's coming up on Thursday, man. It's going to be a great time. I'm actually, I'm, I'm literally, I am taking a vacation day and getting out of WCCO, and I will not this time on Thursday be here on the microphone. I'm going to be hanging out with you, DT. I am looking forward to you being there. We're excited, um, really excited. We have uh, we're doing an Allianz Field, so they'll be doing tours afterwards for people that want to get tours of the field. Where we had to cap it at two hundred and fifty-seven people, and we're at like basically like two fifty-five right now. So we're still got a little bit of room, and we don't have some staff that's got to stand, but we are basically standing room only right now. It'll be a a long uh, reception time, a really short program, then tours of the facility that people will get to also learn about our program. It's mostly donors and supporters and um, people that care a tremendously amount about our program. And we're also celebrating the fact that next year, this is our 29th year, next year's 30 years for organization. So we're starting to build momentum going into year 30 and uh, 30 years of serving youth in the state of Minnesota, starting in Minneapolis, moving to St. Paul, and eventually to Rochester, and you know, uh, eventually we'll serve youth, um, you know, all over the place. But right now, that that's where we're at. So we're we're ready and pumped, and we got our our staff training today. Everyone knows where to park, what to do, how to greet, and uh, you know, wear their name tags, and to you know, make sure you. Um, you know, use mouthwash before you come to the event. So you raise the money. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting, DT, because I hadn't, I didn't really realize that you're coming up on 30 years here with Boulder Options, and that's quite the accomplishment, man. It, it truly is. That, that that's a lot of young people that have been positively impacted by your organization. Um, that's a lot of work being put in by adults that are um, that are mentors to the mentees. Um, and I think that that's the beautiful part of this life is that we all have an opportunity to be able to uplift and share our wisdom, our knowledge, our skills, and just our time with people to help uh, assist in, in them being the best person they can be. Well, you're right, man. I appreciate it. And it just like it kind of snuck up on us. You know, we had 25th, and then we kind of that was a tremendous celebration. And now you're looking at you know 30 years and the amount of youth that have been served. The, the, the money that saved the community because our youth are not involved in a, a life of negative activity. So we're, we're really proud and we've had a lot of growth. You know, we have, um, you know, 15 employees full time here in the, in the, you know, between Minneapolis and Rochester. So there's a, a lot of growth um, in the program and organization and alumni program. Now we've been going up to the boundary waters. We have a lot of activities that um, from, uh, and I've been with Boulder Options now 27 years, next year be 28. So, I was a volunteer just doing a little bit of work in the beginning, and I was um, lucky and blessed enough to become part of it um, a little while after I got done playing football. And I've been I've been here uh, ever since, and I've been to birthdays, graduations, um, you know, held babies of uh, young ladies and young men that are graduated from our program. I get calls and texts, and every once in a while I bump into a youth that well, recognize me, but they recognize me because I'm older, but um, mm-hmm. I'm still the same. But they're you know you change a lot from the time you're 14 to the time you're uh, 30. And so, and I bump into those uh, young ladies and young men probably at least once or twice a week somewhere. 
Talking to Daryl Thompson, president of Boulder Options and legendary gopher running back here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. Uh, before I ask you a few uh, gopher football questions to wrap it up, I do want to ask you just in general with regards to Boulder Options, um, are you guys currently looking for um, adults as mentors for young people? It's a great question, uh, Henry. We are looking for mentors. Always looking for mentors to get involved in the life of a young person. You don't have to be an expert. You know, we're going to we're gonna work with you. We're going to train you. We're going to come alongside of you. And um, we have, you know, groups of mentors starting at any time. So if someone wants to be a mentor in our program, you can reach out to us via email or call Lucy on our staff. She's our outreach director. She's um, almost always around at our events. So, I mean, it's a uh, an opportunity for people to, to get involved with our organization, with our program, and to um, make an impact in the community hands-on. BolderOptions.org, that is the website. Check it out for more information. Um, I was out of town, not this past weekend, because this past weekend was the uh, the bye week for Gopher football, but the prior weekend was with homecoming. I was out of town. Uh, I know that when I turned on the television in my hotel room and I saw the Gophers trailing, uh, I was like, what? What's going on here? And then I saw the life that they showed to get back into the game, but ultimately they fall to Purdue. Um, what did you make of that performance? What what were some of the issues maybe that we had that day? You know, it's funny. I was just looking, getting ready for the game this weekend against Illinois, and I had my notes out for Purdue. And it's like, you know, we we received the ball, and everything could go wrong went wrong. You know, we missed tackles. Mo didn't start. You know, we had an interception. You know, everything that the pick in the end zone for, you know, the another point. So, I mean, it's it's 10-3 to 3 at halftime, then 10-10. And then uh, at the end of the game, you know, we just kind of, you know, we just – we can't pull it together to um, to focus. Just too many too many miscues, not to, and not executing enough. So it was a a really really um, uh, frustrating game because you know the momentum that we came into that game with. So it was uh, it was frustrating, and I think it's also a learning experience because I was kind of talking to my wife. Said, "Do you want to get beat by a team that you know you should beat, or do you just want to get beat when you know you don't stand a chance?" Um, and I think you know you'd, you'd probably rather have the latter. You want to or you want to have the first one. So yeah. It's a, it's a it's a tough situation, but you you know you work and you learn, and uh, hopefully um, this week we're playing a tougher team. Illinois is tough, they're physical. They just they handled um, not handle, but they beat Iowa um, last week, and that's another team that's you know kind of on the ropes um, themselves and have some questions they want to answer or well, got to ask themselves about their team. I'm looking forward, and I'm hoping that uh, Mo's going to play on Saturday. It sounds like publicly that he's look it's looking like he's going to be healthy enough to be able to to get out there and give it a go. But um, when I think about Illinois, the one thing that I will say, because I did catch a little bit of their game against Iowa, and I know that one of their quarterbacks ended up getting banged up in that game. But you get to tell that uh, the fight in the line, they've got confidence. And I think that what yeah. Brett Bilma's done with them right now lately, I mean, he's, he's instilling that confidence. They have some swagger. They've got a lot of positive momentum. Forget about what Illinois has been years in the years past. Right now, where they're at right now, I think that they're riding high. And I actually think that they are ranked. I think that the, the rankings that came out yesterday, were they 22nd or 21st? Yeah, yeah, that could well be, you know, especially with the way that they're playing. And that uh, I kind of was thinking about um, Bielema. I did an interview earlier today, and they were talking about Bielema. He reminds me a little bit of uh, – he's not quite as cool swagger-wise, but he's got a little bit of that Hayden Fry. Um, you know, like I got something up my sleeve. You know, don't don't worry about me. I'm not doing that much over here, but he's doing a lot. And he's he's created a winning attitude, a winning environment, and um, that even without that quarterback, you know, that didn't play, they they played the backup quarterback, and they they let him go. You know, he went out there and he did his thing, and he was uh, successful. And they got a hell of a defense. 
You know, yeah. they got um, they got like a kind of a Troy Polamua uh, young man that plays that free safety, strong safety that roams all over the place. is a really really good tackler. So it's going to be um, we'll have our hands full uh, this weekend uh, playing against them uh, with that eleven o'clock kickoff on Saturday. I look forward to this Thursday, the Boulder Bash 2022 at Allianz Field in the Stadium Club from 5.30 to 8.30. Uh, for more information, go to boulderoptions.org. But uh, most importantly, if, if you can't even make it, you can still, um, it looks like you can make a donation to Boulder Options. So please, um, if you're listening and you're out there and you want to give to a great cause and a great organization, please do that here whenever you can. Hey, DT, man, always a pleasure, and I'll see you on Thursday. Thanks, Henry. Thanks for all you doing. Thanks for your cookie drive. That was a big deal for us. We appreciate it, and uh, you're making a big difference in community, so thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, DT. I'll, I'll see you Thursday. All right, that's uh, Daryl Thompson joining us here on The Lake Show on The Good Neighbor, News Talk 830-WCCO. Uh, coming up next, we'll get to a scoreboard. That's next year on The Lake Show. All right, during the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to check in with meteorologist Paul Douglas specifically regarding some weather that's starting to percolate out there. So we'll check in with Paul Douglas. We're going to continue to get our regular weather updates, but a more expansive conversation with Paul in the 8 o'clock hour. Marcus Fuller will talk to us about Big Ten Media Day also on the basketball side of things at 8.05. But right now it's time for a scoreboard. We got uh, some Major League Baseball playoffs. Playoffs? we got regular season hockey underway. Yes, we do, H. Lake. Let's get to it. Uh, first of all, the first game of the day. Matchup of uh, National League East squads. The Philadelphia Phillies coming off of that come-from-behind win over the St. Louis Cardinals where uh, they scored in the ninth to uh, shock the Cardinals and move into the divisional series. They took a 7-3 to lead going into the bottom of the ninth inning. The Atlanta Braves with three in the bottom of the ninth came up just short. The Phillies end up winning game one, seven to six. So the Phillies leading uh, that series. Let's go Philadelphia. And I'm I'm not even a Phillies fan, mm-hmm. but I'm tired of the Braves fans right now. I really am. I'm sick of them. Really? Yeah. They're insufferable? I just, I'm the tomahawk chop stuff, all of that. Mm-hmm. And look, last night when I saw uh, Chiefs fans doing it, I was like, gross. Knock it off already. But Atlanta just won last year. Time to give somebody else a chance. I just, I'm just saying. Well, talking about a team that hasn't had a chance for 21 years, the Seattle Mariners. Man, they look good early today, Henry. Julio Rodriguez probably going to be your American League Rookie of the Year. Probably, rightfully so. I mean, who else? Who else is a candidate? Yeah, I know we. You know, it's his to lose. Absolutely. He went two for four with a double, a triple, three runs scored, two RBI. Tyler France, three for five. And you figure that you're up, I don't know, seven to five in the bottom of the ninth inning. Things are going to go your way. All of a sudden, nope. A Jose Altuve walk-off home run. Bottom of the ninth inning, a three-run shot off of Robbie Ray. Two on, two out. How much does that hurt? That's a big one because, uh, I mean, you, you've got to try and make hay while you can yes. against the Houston Astros. And, and you, they were up big. Yeah, Seattle was up four to, to six. They were up six to two at one point. Oh. And just could not. The Astros scored five combined in the uh, eighth and the ninth. 
And uh, we just had some scoring in New York as a uh, two-run shot, I believe, by that uh, Stephen Kwan, or a uh, solo home run, I believe, uh, in uh, in that game right there. And uh, trying to see, it was Stephen Kwan off of uh, Garrett Cole. We were in the top Let's of, go, Guardians! Yeah, top of the third inning, one out, a one to nothing. Cleveland Guardians over the New York Yankees. So that's what we've got there. Uh, we do have regular season NHL. They are at the first intermission at the Garden, the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. That's a place I'd love to go see anything. I don't care what it is. I'd love to go to the Garden just to see one thing. I've been to the Garden. Have you? Not for a game. I've been there for the NBA draft. Okay. I just think it would be cool to go for any. I don't have to have any skin in the game just to say that I went. Concert? I go to a concert. Yeah. But uh, Lightning and Rangers are tied at zero. We do have one con- uh, Western Conference game that's going to kick off a little bit later at Staples Center. Is it? No, it's not Staples Center. Uh, I don't know what it is. I'm going to call it Staples it's Center. It's Crypto. The Crypto Arena? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to call it Staples Center just because I don't like the new name. Uh, the Sacramento the Sacramento Kings. Oh, my God. The L.A. Kings hosting the Vegas Golden Knights uh, tonight. That is game two. Wait, wait. Is that where they play hockey, too? Yeah. Oh, okay, so it is Crypto.com. Okay. Yeah, it is Crypto.com. See, and I guess I was moving on to the NBA and I saw Kings. See, the L.A. Kings and the Sacramento Kings now, like, their logos are very similar. I think they've just kind of got that angled little bottom part. So, yeah, the Golden Knight and the Kings on the uh, the ice, but the uh, basketball hockey is going to look like this. Uh, right now, it's still the exhibition season, Henry. Ten minutes left to go in the third quarter. The Thunder up on the Pistons, 58-57. to 57. Uh, Ten minutes left to go in the third as well. Magic leading the Grizz, 57-54. Uh, just about three and a half minutes left to go in the first quarter in Chicago. The Milwaukee Bucks up on Chicago, 20-19. to 19. Two games later on, the Spurs and the Jazz and the Portland Trailblazers and Golden State. Those two games uh, tipping off the Spurs and Jazz in about 35 minutes and the Trailblazers and Warriors in uh, an hour and a half. And for all the people complaining about the Twins not making the postseason, all that stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. I get it. It's frustrating that we didn't get there. But how about you take some positive vibes and direct that energy and support the Loons? Minnesota United this weekend against Dallas. Let's go. Let's get fired up, people. Yeah, just because one team didn't make the playoffs doesn't mean there was another one that didn't make it. Exactly. Come on now. I remember watching like last was like last year in the postseason, and I, I I don't know what I'm watching with soccer. I'll admit I'm a novice, but mm-hmm. I feel like if I can get educated on it, I feel like I could really enjoy it more because I I don't know the idiosyncrasies and everything, but yeah, I'll, I just I'll, I just track the ball. I'm not watching the guys that are working without. Like you can watch people with working without the basketball or running routes in football or getting to the corner. Yeah. Like when it's soccer, I'm watching the you ball. You follow the ball. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I need to have Tony Sana with me <laughs> hanging out telling me the intricacies of all the other stuff going on. You need uh, the, the Sonicam. That's what you need. Exactly. The, the Sonicast. That's what you need. The Sonicast. All right, it's going to wrap up the scoreboard here. Coming up next, we'll check in with uh, meteorologist Paul Douglas on weather. And also, speaking of hockey, let's talk hockey. Jesse Pierce, Bar Down Beauty's podcast as well as NHL.com. She joins us next year on The Lake Show. Uh, we got four monitors in studio. One of the monitors has NHL hockey on it. The other, well, we got 
the Cleveland Guardians, New York Yankees. But it's time to talk hockey with one of my favorites here, talking hockey here on The Lake Show. In my world of hockey, you know, the young kids like to say that they have a bay, right? Like that's, that's, she, she bay. I got two bays. Bay number one is Linda Cohn in hockey. Bay number two is Jesse Pierce, who joins us now, courtesy of the John Schuster Gold Banker Hotline. Jesse Pierce, you didn't know that. Oh, well, I did, but you know what? I'm flattered, especially to be in the presence of Linda Cohn. I know how much you admire her. Oh, did we lose her? Are you there, Jesse? Well, let's try to get her back. Something's up. Something's, something's, something's just short-circuited. Call her back. Let, let's figure this out. Man, I, cause she knows that I love Linda Cohn. And so I don't know. I mean, Linda Cohn, look, Linda's not local though. Linda's not local. Jesse's local. Jesse's married though. So that's, there's kind of an issue with that. So she's not, no, I'm just joking. You guys know what it is when we say bay. Just call her back. Um, I, I got to talk hockey with, uh, bay number two, uh, cause we got a Minnesota wild season that's, uh, starting up here. This coming Thursday, and they're at home actually, and so I'm looking forward to that. So let's plus we got to talk Taco Bell too, because Jesse Jesse Pierce is a big time Taco Bell fan. Jesse Pierce from the uh, Bar Bar Down Beauties podcast. <laughs> she heard that. She says, "I hear you. I hear you. I don't. I don't know what happened with the phones, Jesse. But let's see. Let's try this again. Jesse Pierce in three, two, and one. Hello. There you go. There you go. Now you're back. You're Yay! back. You're back. You're back like you never left. I- Keeping you on your toes, Lake. You know that's what we're doing out here. I am. I'm. I'm. As I was saying, that you didn't hear, but uh, the people around me heard. I am very flattered to be in the conversation with Linda. I know how much you love Linda. We awesome. all love Linda. So to be up on that pedestal with her, what an honor. You're my bay too, though. You know that. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and we and we both love Taco Bell, which we're gonna work out that we're gonna work out that that night where we're all going to a Minnesota Wild game. It has to be a weekend night. We've already determined that with uh, Dave Mizzitani. He says he's in. I know that you're in, so we're gonna get that done. I think that uh, my former producer Hammer is gonna. He, you know, he lives at the X too, so we'll all go hang out and have some Mexican pizzas. I don't. What is your go to again? I can't remember what your go to is at Taco Bell. It's a it's a secret, mostly because I'm ashamed, entirely ashamed of my order. So. You'll have to find out again. So wait, wait, wait. Looking for that so wait, when we go to Taco Bell, when, when, hold up. When we go to Taco Bell, I'm going to find out what your secret order is. Yeah. It's, oh. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. Don't get, don't get too hyped on it, but uh, it is, it's delicious. It's my thing. I can't explain it, okay. um, but you'll understand why once okay. we're, once we're together, we'll, we'll broadcast it for the world for everyone else out there equally as curious about that, uh, that order. Um, when was the last time that you talked to Linda Cohn? Is there any way that you get effort getting Linda Cohn to the, uh, to the X on Thursday? I was hoping, you know, and this is my bad. I dropped the ball. I did not follow up with her. We had oh. her on the Bar Down Beauties podcast this off season. I know. And we talked about it. And she was like, you know, Jess, I think I need to get out there. I brought you into the conversation late. Cause I'm looking out for you. Uh, we had talked about it, and then I completely dropped the ball. So I might have to shoot her a note after we're done chit-chatting here just to see if she uh, uh, see, I'd even floating around I'd even, I'd even spring the flight. Dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> I will let her know. I got, I got Lake paying for you, so you can't oh. say no now. <laughs> all right, so it all begins in all seriousness this Thursday, 7 p.m. They drop the puck at the X. Uh, you're facing New York. 
Uh, just your thoughts, just overall on your anticipation for the season, maybe your excitement for the season, and possibly even expectations for Minnesota Wild Hockey. Yeah, I mean, I think there's still a lot to be excited about. I mean, obviously, a great regular season last year with a very disappointing disappointing yet familiar outcome with a loss in the first round. Uh, you know, and that's last year. I think a lot of that hangover is still present in this locker room. It's a lot of the same faces, a lot of the same guys, and frankly, they're a little peeved off still that they were such a letdown in the playoffs because they truly believed in that team. The good news is, again, most of that team is back. Now everybody's looking at it as saying, oh, no, you don't have a Kevin Fiala, who obviously was traded to the Los Angeles Kings during the offseason simply because they couldn't afford him. Minnesota is cap-strapped, uh, cash-strapped, rather, excuse me, uh, due to those bios of Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi. Um, so Kevin Fiala was uh, a part of not being able to stay with this team along with his 85 points. Um, that being said, though, again, I think you still have pretty decent expectations. And like I said, there's still a lot to be excited about. Marco Rossi is officially on this team. Kalen Addison officially on this team. Two highly touted prospects, both of whom we saw glimpses of last year. Um, And, you know, I think they're going to really impact this squad, not to mention you look at guys like Matt Boldy, who played alongside Fiala. He's probably going to take another step this year. Tyson Jost is going to be elevated in the lineup while Jordan Greenway and John Merrill are injured to start the year. So really, I mean, Still plenty to be excited. I I have lowered my expectations only slightly, but that's because I'm a classic Minnesota sports fan pessimist, right? Like I I just I, I hate getting my hopes up and then being let down at the end of the day. Uh, but I mean, I think it is. I think there's you still have Kirill Kaprizov. You can't take that away, and you still have Mark Andre Fleury in net. So ultimately, uh, it's going to be a fun season no matter what happens. Uh, we're talking to Jesse Pierce, host of the Bar Down Beauties podcast, also uh, does fine work for NHL.com. She's joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give her a follow on Twitter at Jesse with an I underscore Pierce. All right, so for those out there that are like me that aren't too familiar with Marco Rossi and his game, uh, give me a little bit of a scoop on him. What should I expect? Uh, who does he remind you of? Um, you know, that's actually a really good question. I I don't know if I could really pinpoint who he might be similar to. The thing about Marco Rossi is he was a ninth overall draft pick for the Minnesota Wild back in 2020. So naturally he comes in with a lot of high expectations. He's working hard. He had a tough recovery from COVID that actually set him back a little bit, which is probably why you saw, saw a little bit of a delay in his development and why he spent a little bit extra time down in Iowa. Um, but what he brings is a great two-way centerman. Obviously, everyone knows the Minnesota Wilds are very, very soft up the middle. So Marco Rossi stepping in there, being able to uh, to move the puck offensively. He's got great playmaking ability as well. Um, they tried him in so many different line combinations throughout the preseason, including ones with Matt Zuccarello and Kirill Kaprizov. And he seemed to just fit in very seamlessly, which is huge for such a young prospect. Um, and he has a natural chemistry with Matt Boldy, whom he played with down in Iowa a couple seasons ago. So really, I mean, a lot to be excited about because he is so young, because he is so cheap then as well, which is also exciting, again, considering the Titan salary cap. Um, but, you know, he's just he's still growing and developing. I mean, he certainly has not. He's not going to reach his ceiling this year, nor the year after that. And I, I think he's going to be a really special player to watch. Uh, quick update with 16.35 left in the second period. We've got uh, the Rangers are on the board. They lead by a goal over Tampa, one uh, nothing. So the Rangers, they are on the board, and that's who the uh, the Minnesota Wild will be facing 
on Thursday evening. And by the way, um, say hi to Avery. Was that Avery trying to talk to me? Was she saying hi to me? <laughs> she dumped my entire bottle of water on herself. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's what she gets. I was like, oh, man, she snuck up on me as well. It was her. I will be sure to pass along. A brief hello. <laughs> has, has she ever snuck up on you, like on a Zoom or like like some sort of like video that you've done from time to time? Because you know how in the pandemic, that's just what happens, right? Like like the kids are jumping up into the parent space when they're trying to do video stuff, or they're trying to do Zooms yes. and meetings and all of that. I'm sure she's probably gotten uh, in on you a couple of times at least. Oh, the constant, and I have a sliding door for my office, and so every now and then you'll <laughs> see the door slide in the back, and you're like, oh great, here comes the kid. The thing is, like, they have learned, these children, I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and then the one-year-old, they have learned that when mommy's on a Zoom or she's doing something, she's distracted. So this is when they take full advantage of the cupboards, of the fridge, of anything that they want because they know I'm locked in and I'm not going to be able to do anything until I'm done with my show. So they've... They're evolving, which is which is more concerning with the Zoom these days. All right, so when you look at the Wild and who we have to deal with here um, in the uh, in the division, uh, who is who is the favorite? I mean, how do you see this thing kind of like shaking out and, and just being realistic between Colorado and then St. Louis and the Wild and Dallas and Nashville? How how do you think this thing kind of shakes out from an expectation standpoint? I mean, I think you can't go against Colorado. I can see a dynasty in the making in Colorado. They have every bit of the potential that they have last year, um, and I would not be surprised. They are going to be the team to beat. I have them going to the Stanley Cup final again. Um, but, you know, the rest of the Central Division is actually it's very favorable for Minnesota because you have Arizona, you have Chicago, teams that are very down and out. Dallas is always kind of a big question mark. Uh, for me, Winnipeg, I think it's going to have a tough go. The one other team in the Central that I'm very interested in will be the Nashville Predators. I think they made some big moves in this offseason that really showed that they wanted to win. Uh, they've reunited Mikhail Gramlund with Nino Niederreiter, who Minnesota Wild fans I know know and loved. Uh, they added Ryan McDonough, a Minnesota guy, back on the blue line from Tampa. Um, so I think the Nashville Predators are another team to really kind of keep an eye on. And St. Louis will always be there. The St. Louis Blues are always going to be the St. Louis Blues. Um, you know, but that all being said, I think Minnesota will be able to get into the playoffs, whether they're a wild card or not. We'll see. But I do believe um, they will be a playoff bound team. Now, I, you know, how far that goes is yet to be determined. And I, I can't wait to get the season rocking and rolling here on Thursday to to get a glimpse of that, because the New York Rangers, as anybody watching right now or anybody that watched them last year in the playoffs, they are a heck of a test to kick things off, especially with Igor Shosturkin in net. So that's a, that's a doozy for Minnesota to start off with, and I'm curious to see how they open up at XL Energy Center on Thursday. Well, Jesse, I'm happy to have you back on the show talking Minnesota Wild Hockey with me and also uh, items that we like to eat at Taco Bell. But uh, it should be a fun <laughs> year. It should be a lot of fun at the X, and I look forward to uh, checking in with you uh, each and every week here on the show. Hey, always Lake. Anytime, bud. All right, take care. That's Jesse Pierce. Give her a follow on Twitter at Jesse underscore Pierce. She does a phenomenal job covering the sport of hockey. Check out the Bar Down Beauties podcast as well as check out our fine work on NHL.com and check her out right here on The Lake Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to headlines. That's next here on The Lake Show. And boom, just like that, Linda Cohn, just like my last tweet. Let's go! Elko to the Lake Show. I like the ring of that. Now it's time for headlines. Do you think maybe she was the one that was behind the uh, the phone dropping? <laughs> 
Linda Cohn? No. You feel like maybe there wasn't a little bit of jealousy on her part? I mean, it just seemed awfully coincidental that, you know, you talked about that Jesse might, you know, she's number two to Linda Cohn, and maybe Linda Cohn just wanted to be up there by herself. <laughs> no, 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 no. She is by herself. She's number one. You're uh, saying that maybe Jesse, no, what you meant to say is maybe Jesse sabotaged the first call because I said she was number two. Oh, see, no, I, I, I thought maybe Linda Cohn didn't want anybody to, like, you know, you don't want anybody to challenge the queen, right? So, anyway. Hey, are you a, a That's blink- Bay. Huh? That's Bay. Bay, sorry, Bay. Sorry. I don't I don't even know like B A Y is that how you you know, I'll I'll google that when I'm googling Phyllis from uh, Volga. Hey, um are you a big uh, you big Blink 182 fan? It's I it ain't like it ain't. Ain't your thing? I'm not going out of my way. Okay. Well, what's their age again? Because Blink 182 featuring Mark Hoppus Tom DeLonge and Travis Barker, they're reuniting for a tour in their new album in 2023, and it's at the XL Energy Center. It's going to host the band's first show in the United States on May 4th. The group made the announcement uh, with the help of a hilarious video. Did you see the video? I did. Oh, I did too. It was pretty... It's pretty erotic. Yeah, erotic. <laughs> wow. Well, just in terms of the terminology yeah, and, the, yeah. and the, the the words that were being used. Yeah, it's not Prince's erotic city, but it, it was it it was uh, kind of suggestive. It Very. Was, it was funny. You know, they split up in two thousand five. Got back together. I mean, they're coming to St. Paul. I know. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. And uh, tickets go on sale Monday at ten a.m. So if you're a Blink one, it's May fourth. May fourth. Yeah, I still got money tied into the Rage Against the Machine, so I'm going to okay. pass on Blink. Okay. Well, you can pass on Blink until, uh, you know, you get your – we got to catch up on some of these, you know, pandemic, you know, reschedules. Yes. Hey, uh, one of former President Donald Trump's attorneys has secured her own attorney. In the wake of the probe into the government documents he kept at his Mar-a-Lago estate. Uh-oh. Now, earlier this month, the Washington Post reported that Christina Bob, an attorney who signed a letter certifying that Trump had returned all sensitive records to the government, had hired Tampa-based former prosecutor John Loro to represent her. She spoke to federal investigators Friday uh, about that. During that, she named two other Trump attorneys involved with the case. Uh, Bob signed a certification letter on June 3rd that indicated that Trump had complied with the May grand jury subpoena, no longer had documents marked classified. However, the FBI determined that the statement was not true at the time it decided to conduct the raid. They found more than 100 documents with classification markings. And although Bob signed the documents, she did not draft it, said the outlet's anonymous sources. She told investigators that Trump's lead lawyer in the case at the time, Evan Corcoran, drafted and told her to sign it. How do you sign something and not read it when you're an attorney? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, this isn't the iTunes agreement. You, you, you read it, and then you sign it. You're can, an attorney. Can we, can, we, can we just go ahead and, and just say something that we've known for quite some time? What's that? That Donald Trump said, I'm going to have the best people. He did not bring the best people. Yeah. And he still to this day does not bring the best people. He should be incensed that this is where he's at. This is all. This is, I mean, you, you, he brought this all on himself. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can't afford or pay the people that were representing him before. So eventually you just got to go down to people that, you know, I mean, maybe they'll take Western Union or, you know, travelers checks or something because everybody else isn't getting paid. Hey, by the way. Breaking news. Yes. Uh Oh, yeah. 
The bad news is that I've just found out, this was posted four days ago, that the North American 2023 raid shows, yeah, the tour, yeah, is canceled. Wait a minute, you were talking, you just had money in that, so... No, I got money in it. It's, it's canceled now. Zach De La Rocha is a posted last a week ago tonight. Yeah. He said that he's he's got a a bad injury, a severe tear in his left Achilles. Oh. And I guess only eight percent of the tendon was left intact. So they and and, and he, I guess they say that that's even compromised. So they've made the painful and difficult decision to cancel the remaining shows of the 2023 North American leg. So that means the tickets I bought in 2020. You're going to get the refund for them. Wow. Now I got to get the refund for them. Yeah. Because I checked with them earlier this year and I asked Mm -hmm. about the tickets. They said, sir, if you want to get the refund, you can, but your tickets are still there. And I said, no, I want to go to the show. Yeah. Now I got to get the refund. See that happened for the that imp- sucks, yeah that happened for the impractical jokers that they eventually canceled and uh, of course uh, Foo Fighters okay we had uh, tickets to see Foo Fighters early August at US Bank Stadium and of course we you know know what happened with Taylor Hawkins but you know sometimes things they supersede and you know gotcha well now you got that money you can put towards Blink <laughs> no chance uh, there is a a strong chance that Marcus Fuller. That covers the uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Big Ten in college basketball for the Star Tribune. He's going to join us next. Yeah, he will on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 